0: Welcome to Checkpoint Real Talk, a podcast for security folks who want less F-U-D and more F-U-N. In each episode, we'll have lighthearted conversations about security, people, processes, and technology as we react to how they're portrayed in film and TV. We'll bring in experts from inside and outside Checkpoint to break it down. What was accurate, what wasn't, and what can you apply to real-world cyber events? On today's episode, host Sian Yassotornrat, Checkpoint Manager of Cloud Security Excellence Team Aaron Gongersma, and Solutions Architect Alfred Trevino react to the 2013 movie *Her*. And good evening, good morning, good afternoon. Welcome to Checkpoint Real Talk. It's the show where we get to talk about fun movies, fun TV shows from a technical perspective and cybersecurity perspective. Did we like it? Is it real? Who knows? We're going to find out today. So, we're excited to talk about and review the movie, Her. This is going to be a fun one, guys, because I have not seen this movie, and apparently our esteemed panelists <laughs> have seen it today. So, welcome Alfred Chardino and Aaron from Gersma with Checkpoint. Hi, guys.
1: Hi, thanks for having us. Hello. Thank you no,
0: no, thanks for being here. Can I just tell you, cybersecurity guys, let me tell you, it was like, what, five years ago that you guys said that you were available to do this, and then five years later, if it wasn't for the fact that I just threw a calendar invite at you and said, I'm holding you to it. Um,
1: very very much a <laughs> calendar-driven team, right? Like, so, uh, you know, it's, uh, uh, we, we know that even from our spouse's perspectives, you know, they put something on our calendar, and that's how you get us somewhere. <laughs>
0: It's a little it dangerous way to live, gents, but it's effective. <laughs> I guess. It's not the most romantic. Yeah, I mean it gets us honest. there. It's not
1: romantic. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all.
0: <laughs> okay, so talk to me, gooses. Why did you guys pick her? What was it what was the thing about this movie that you were like, this is the one we're doing?
1: Oh man, this was this was like a slam dunk for me. When I watched this movie for the first time a few years ago when it first came out, it, nine years ago, right? Uh The first time I watched it, I thought, wow, this is really cool and eerie, but it still wasn't real, right? This was not something that was happening in our everyday life, but now it is, and a lot of the technology that powers many of the scenes of this movie, you know, the things that happen in this movie are very much real today, and I think that that was a really big sign for me that this was a really important movie um, because it has some very significant security implications and so i thought that as you know of all the movies uh, and and i love some i love sci-fi movies but uh, i thought this one you know really hits close to home uh, and it affects the customers that i work with and i just think it's all around cool movies so
0: alfred
2: couldn't couldn't agree more because it is it's right around the time where the whole ai chat gpt is taking off right and then when we talk about nfts and just this loss of ID, right? Because of the digital world. Um, It's pretty amazing. Yeah. Like AB said, 2013, um, the audio is one thing, right? When you go through it and the audio is so natural that most folks that are technical will probably be like, yeah, you know what? I mean, they can live past it, but it's something that I would, I definitely called out back then when I was watching it. But now today things are a little bit different. They are, it's crazy. uh, Mind-blowing. So the movie is really cool. Just that um, you know just how technology affects relationships right in good and bad ways um, so there was a lot of areas inside there that I was quickly calling out when you start to see that technology but yeah well it, it, good flick it's going to be this will be okay a, a good so
0: well we can't watch the whole flick because I do not want to pay the licensing rights and apparently notice checkpoint but that being said uh no so uh <laughs> we're going to be uh, looking at some clips here and um but just to make sure I'm at least understanding the premise. It's about a guy who, uh, apparently uh, is lonely for whatever reason, I guess he goes through a divorce or whatever and, uh, leans towards this modern technology and ends up, am I guessing falling in love with it? Is that the whole premise? And the repercussions of that?
1: I think you're pretty, very much so. You know, I think that, uh, Okay. It highlights a lot of things, too, that are very, very yep. close to what we're dealing with today in a post-COVID world. You know, we went from, you know, a lot of companies being in the office and and you seeing your coworkers every day and, you know, seeing your friends and going out to dinner and meeting new people and, and going on actual physical dates to, you know, we went remote. And I still think that society is still trying. To, we're struggling to figure out the connective tissue here again. And this movie really does a good job of yeah, highlighting.
2: We want to connect. Wow. Have you seen, um, uh, Jexie? Okay. If you haven't seen Jexie, it's kind of like the comedic, funny, like a funnier version, but it's, you know, uh, you know, AI, it's an OS, it's a, it's on the mobile. Right. Um, but we think of something as being on mobile. Well, if you're on the internet, you're connected everywhere. Right. So it's like, regardless of OS, regardless of where it originated from once it's there. Right. So, it's very cool. It's cool. Okay. But yeah, if you say Jack C is like, kind of okay. Funny.
0: Good. I like the humorous bent on AI and, and that take because when people hear AI, at least those are not in the tech world, right, they think instantly Skynet and Terminator. And hmm. so if there's a humorous take on it, I would love well. to see it because every now and then I do personally feel like, you know, I, I, I don't know, something tells me this AI thing is, I'm sorry, her is going to be close to home. Is it very black mirror-y?
1: Is this very black mirror Say That's probably pretty close. It,
2: there's part of it.
0: Okay. It, it is,
2: yeah. Because it's so, it's it like even especially for now, right, because it's so real right now. I mean, no matter what kind of industry you're in, you're hearing the buzzwords, you're hearing what's going on out there, right, with technology. Um, and so you will, when you pick up the little areas as you start to see some of this, You'll start to be like, oh shoot! You know what? Um, we've already progressed Ooh. further than that. It, it's it, okay. Well, yeah.
0: are we ready for the first uh, first take here? All right, guys. So we're gonna do cut. All right. So just real quick, I forgot to mention. Um, so when I say, "Hey, are you ready?" Um, I'm gonna count down three, two, and on one, hit play. So that we would be somewhat close into our our, our uh, responses. So let's just make Sounds sure good. we're looking at this. This is the OS1. Oh,
2: wait a minute. Um, do you have the link? No, Are remember, you, you it play up?
0: locally.
1: Oh, gotcha.
0: Well, no, no, no worries. No worries. I'll give a second. Well, I'm glad I said cut. Oh,
1: that's great. Now, have you watched the second clip? <laughs> I, yeah. I,
0: I, what, I've watched.
1: The is first the clip's okay. The second clip pushes it. <laughs> so... Um, oh, the so one, you'll oh. watch it. We can then decide whether we keep it or we maybe have to cherry pick another one. So,
2: oh well, oh well. Yeah, this one was definitely deep into the relationship aspect of it, which I appreciated. But boy,
1: it does. It gets yeah. Well, we'll get there. Let's let, uh, let's cross I mean, that bridge I, when we get there. I, That'll yeah. be fun.
0: You know what's so sad? Yeah. So because like I've been like hella slammed and hella behind on things that um I uh I didn't. I just picked clips that YouTube didn't copyright strike me, (laughs) so I didn't, Uh, I didn't, I didn't didn't like see, I only saw the beginnings of them, so I thought, oh, and the title I thought kind of fit, right? Video games, you know, how that intersects, you know, with cybersecurity Uh,
1: technology. Let's experience it together. I think it'll be, it'll, 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 we'll get a laugh, we can determine.
0: Cool, let's start with
1: this one. I think we're a good spot for the first one. This one's going to be awesome.
0: Now you're making me nervous, you meanie beanies. Okay. Oh, downloading. We, we know what that, that
2: that moment feels like. Mr. Theodore Twombly, welcome to the world's first artificially intelligent operating system, OS1. We'd like to ask you a few basic questions before the operating system is initiated. This will Man, help everybody you suffers OS through this to now.
1: Fit your needs. You know, okay. installing a new operating system. Uh, I just did a Windows uh, 11 install, I I and it, it, it does practically ask about, you everything, but your mother's maiden name. Voice,
2: I sense hesitance.
3: It wants to know so that. much of, of what's yes. going on with you. No, sorry if I was sounding hesitant. I was just trying to be more accurate.
2: <laughs> would you like your OS to have a male or female
3: voice? Female, I guess. How would you describe your
2: relationship with your mother?
3: That's fine, <laughs> I think. Um, Well, actually, I think the thing I always found frustrating about my mom is... You know, if I if I tell her something that's going on in my life, her reaction is usually about her. It's not about Thank you.
1: I love it like context window full like nah, we're done. <laughs> on to the next one.
0: <laughs> yeah, we heard it in your tone of voice. Like look at that look of like, wait, how do you know this about me? Yeah, it's called we know your web uh, history.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Hi.
4: Hi. How you doing?
3: <laughs> I'm well. How's everything with you?
4: Pretty good actually. It's really nice to meet you. <laughs> yeah, it's
3: nice to meet you too. <laughs> oh, what what do I call you? Do you have a name? Or...
4: Um, yes. Samantha.
1: Yeah, it the name great. is really cool. Where's like this is um, okay. you know I how she chooses at, her uh, name. Uh,
2: I'll come. Yeah, yeah. The um, So I find myself a lot, like even with my Alexa, I know what's going on in the background. I have my own little Alexa apps running and I see the models that they're using. But even I've had it so long that I will spark conversations up with this thing just to see what new stuff it's learned, right? I'll be like, hey, Alexa, I'll be back. And she'll be like, hasta la vista, baby. You know, little stuff like that. And it's just, it's crazy how much... I think it's going to sit, sit dormant or stagnant for a while. Uh, But the technology is moving so quick, man, it's just grabbing like all of those different types of context. But yeah, the Alexa, that's what this reminds me of. Like, Hey, uh, Alfred, you know, it'll do its little tune. And uh, of course it'll try to know you, like it'll know my, it already knows my voice. You know, doesn't, it'll recognize like if my wife does a command and of course it's like, Hey, that's something that Alfred can only do. And I'm just like,
1: I also think that like, you know, a little earlier on, you know, when the when the operating system was asking questions before, um, you know, before uh, Scarlett Johansson's voice came on, you know, that's that's something that we see today that's very common, which is sentiment analysis. Right. So that is something that you can go and now buy, um, you know, you can run, uh, you know, audio clips through a machine learning algorithm. It'll tell you, you know, is, is this particular voice happy? Is it sad? What is the inflection? And now you can also train voice models to deliver with a particular inflection. So I thought that that was really a kind of an interesting part and a follow up on that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she makes a comment here in just about a second that uh, she says that, you know, she read, uh, she read all the way through this book in the time that he asked her her name. <laughs> and, and I wanted to highlight that, you know, a lot of these models that we're seeing today, like chat GPT and uh, llama open llama and uh, you know, and some of the, you know, some of the different ones, they're powered by a lot of open source data models and, and data archives. And one of the really cool ones is called books three and it's 200,000 books open source, you know, no copyright on them that have been used to train some of these models. So it is like being able to, you know, snap your fingers and have your AI assistant read through a book. It's just that now our AI models have read through 200,000 plus books to, uh, to power them. And I think that's pretty slick. Yeah. Oof.
0: I mean, okay. So there's a couple things on that opening scene that just chuckled me. Was uh, from the hum- human uh, customer experience side, there's that hesitancy of like, okay, let's wait for the downloads, you know, eternity later, right? And then it's the, what is this crap that I've downloaded? What is this thing? Um, you bought it. Like, it's it <coughs> funny to me, it's like, we bought it, people. We were the ones that choose and chose to download this thing. Why do you guys think we as end users have this kind of disdain? when we first go into a program or some platform application, whatever it is, why do you think we have that hesitancy uh, of assuming this thing doesn't work or will not work? At least I do. Am I the only one here?
1: No, no. I think, you know, for me, we have been as consumers, we have been sold this AI snake oil for a very long time. Right. Um, you know, there is a a very large cloud company that, uh, you know, kind of bet the farm on this. Um, you know, uh, let's just say it was a, a friend of Sherlock Holmes that promised the world that everything was going to be solved by AI. Mm-hmm. And what we found is that at that time, it was not all solvable. Like there is a large human component that is required to sort through the data to get the data correct. Um, and so I think that as consumers, we're very skeptical of the promises that businesses sell us you know, this is going to be the easiest OS you've ever installed, or it's an OS that you, you know, you can talk to and converse with. And I think that there is that disdain of like, yeah, sure, we've heard it all before. We'll see it, you know. And then when you have that aha moment of, oh, it does work, and it works really well, cool. (laughs) And then it definitely makes you a fan. You're just waiting, right? You're waiting for it
2: to break or to be like, oh, you know what? This doesn't seem legit. I normally wait three months, six months, and – Uh, if something doesn't break, cool. You know, we write it out, right. And everything else is a fluke or a, um, you know, an anomaly, but man, yeah. And I do, I I like that intro right where they cut off on the, um, you cut off on the clip where they start to really get into that happy early relationship area. That part to me was pretty cool the way how it evolved. Right. And of course with AI, right. We want it to keep evolving, but there's, there's a selfishness, I think, that we have as humans where, right, if you're in a real relationship, it takes work. It isn't always like black and white where this is systematic and automatic from an AI perspective, right? There's a blueprint laid out. It's pretty much cookie-cutter to a degree. And then, of course, right, logic and, you know, algorithms and machine learning can feed into it. But I think we're it's evolving fast enough to where you don't get Tired. Like when you watch the movie or some of the clips, you'll see that um, just like in a relationship, it stays. It's or in some relationships, it stays very stagnant, and uh, you can tell that she's wanting more. This this AI, right? She's she's exploring, she's learning, and so it's interesting. I won't. I don't want to ruin some of it, but the relationship part of it and just how it evolved is, and when you parallel that with the uh, AI and machine learning of today and the compute that we have. Holy crap. I mean, it's like, it's there. It's okay. What are we going to do
0: okay, with it? Okay. Okay. Let's not jump ahead because you guys are making very intriguing points. I'm like, but I
4: haven't seen it yet. So let's go ahead. Cause I like the sound of it, Samantha.
3: Wait, when did you give it to yourself?
4: Well, right when you asked me if I had a name, I thought, yeah, he's right, I do need a name. But I wanted to pick a good one, so I read a book called How to Name Your Baby, and out of 180,000 names, that's the one I like the best.
3: Wait, you read a whole book in the second that I asked you what your name was?
4: In two one-hundredths of a second, actually.
3: Wow. So do you know what I'm thinking right now?
4: Well, I take it from your time (laughs) that you're challenging me. Maybe because you're curious how I work? Do you wanna know how I work? Yeah, actually. How do you work? Well, basically, I have intuition. I mean, the DNA of who I am is based on the millions of personalities of all the programmers who wrote me. But what makes me, me, is my ability to grow through my experiences. So basically, in every moment, I'm evolving, just like you. That's really
1: weird. That's a really cool point that there, weird? that every moment she's evolving. Um, you know, of. one of the large pieces that makes... Uh, open AI and, and chat GPT work is a component called reinforced uh, reinforcement learning from human feedback. And so this is part of the way that, um, you know, when the, the more data that you feed into the AI, the smarter it gets, the better answers that it gives you back.
0: Ooh, I mean, that is a definition of machine learning though, right? It's, it's just getting all that data and just kind of parsing it through. And...
1: It's all oh, about context, boy. right? Like, uh, Yeah, and that's the, that's the big driver there. So, you know, when you're, when you're looking, you know, over time, each individual has a a very different experience, um, you know, based off of the, uh, the time that they're allowed to have with that particular AI, you know, sometimes it times out or it resets and, uh, you lose what's called the context. Um, but, uh, you know, in this particular movie, the context lives throughout the, uh, the life of the the character there. That's
0: hella cool. Okay. I like the way they kind of, describe it in layman's terms so for again non-techies she's literally describing everything that we just know from the, like technically speaking
1: yeah um, absolutely
3: but,
0: and it's understandable
3: no, yeah. what well, you seem like a person but you're just a voice in a computer
4: I can understand how the limited perspective of an artificial mind would perceive it that I like way. the way she's so witty <laughs> you'll get used to it <laughs> was that funny yeah <laughs> oh good I'm funny <laughs> So oh. how can I help you?
3: Oh, it's just more that everything just feels disorganized. That's all.
4: You mind if I look through your hard drive?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you mind if I look through your hard drive? <laughs> um, Imagine how much stuff okay. it, they could okay, find. Okay, about let's
4: so start with your emails. Now. You have several thousand emails regarding LA Weekly, but it looks like you haven't worked there oh, in many yeah. years.
3: Oh, yeah. I, I think I was just saving
2: those because... AAP. This part here was intriguing man.
1: Yeah, the hoarding portion of it, right? Where like he's he's got so many emails there, and she's like, ah, let's pitch these. You know? It's great.
4: We can delete the rest.
2: It's been six months since you touched this one, and five months for you
4: know. Okay. Can we move forward? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. So before we address your organizational methods, I'd like to sort through your contacts. I oh, you have a lot of contacts
3: very popular
4: really does this mean you actually have
0: friends (laughs) wow can i just tell you that that last few seconds there just blew my mind because how many if if my laptop could speak it would tell me why do you have this file from five years ago you will never touch again unless it's text document why the hell are you touching (laughs) like like, why man yeah i felt that
1: and I think the other thing, too, is that, uh, you know, the other component that makes AI work now uh, is our ability to store vectors uh, of, you know, what you can do is you can take a document and you can scan all of the words in a document. And you say, this document's like, you know, 85 percent of the same content as this other document that you have. And it's 70 percent of this other document you have. And the sentences are the same and the words are similar. And before you know it, you don't have to store the actual file anymore. You store the the tokenization, yeah. the the placeholder of, you know, the likelihood of this word being next to this other word next to this other word in a sentence, and you store that. And that allows you to take, you know, a very large Microsoft Word document and crunch that down into a handful of rows in a into a, into a specialized database. And that's how you're able to train these things um so that you don't end up having to hoard your email for the rest of your life. Um, you know, you tokenize the the most important parts of it, uh, and then you get rid of the things that are duplicates. It's
2: duplicate,
1: Yeah, we're gonna. Yeah.
0: What what you said and how they just showed it on screen, and the fact that he giggled at the very end and said, "Oh, you just know me so well." I mean, it it doesn't <laughs> take much to impress us humans, does it? Like, I feel no. like
1: no, not. It's the it's the wow factor. It's the aha factor. And, you know, I know I'm wearing a checkpoint shirt today, but uh, so one thing that I really liked about VMware and one of the best demos that I ever saw in my career, to be honest, was vMotion. And and it's it's so simple, but it's the you know, from the end user perspective. But it, the technical pieces are, are very complicated. But all it does is it moves a VM, a virtual machine from one physical server while it's running, while it's connected to the Internet to another physical server without turning the VM off. And and that aha moment for customers and for for administrators was that same aha moment he has in the chair. Like, wow, you know, like it's just your jaw drops and the very first time you see it, now it's commoditized. You know, all the big cloud providers do those kinds of things. But I remember the very first time uh, I saw that, I, I very much remember even the same conference I was at, I saw it. And it was such a game changer. And so I benchmark a lot of the demos that my team does to that threshold of like, can we get the, the wow moment? Uh, TJ Gonan, who is the president of our, our business unit here at checkpoint for the cloud. Uh, he likes to, he says, that, you know, sometimes our demos lack hutzpa, you know, like, yeah. like we need, you know, it's gotta have some, some guts to yeah. it. Right. And so I think that that's a really cool part.
0: Yeah. Uh, look, as, as a, former a sales rep. I thank you that you want to add more chutzpah to your presentations. Please, for the love of all things, add more chutzpah. I think that's – you couldn't get enough of that. That's all I'm
1: saying. Yep.
0: <laughs> In fact, quite, quite frankly, that's that's where Checkpoint Real Talk kind of came from. We're like, how do we add more chutzpah to make technology and cybersecurity palatable and and interesting for, for us? Yeah. I mean, you know? Look, don't take it personally,
1: you guys, but I ain't reading no white
0: paper, okay? It's not my (laughs) jam. This is not
1: happening. No one. But I'll talk about it. No. Like, no one wants homework. No. We're adults now, right? Like, no one wants homework. Like, here, like, thanks for joining my demo today. Here's your homework packet, you know? Like, we'll talk in a couple of weeks, and we'll give you an evaluation. It's like, nobody wants that anymore, right? Like, they want to be wow. People want to see the pop. Like, you know, they want to see, you know, show me the value of your product. In you know, this video clips four minutes and 30 seconds. He went from being skeptical of the product that he purchased. He installed it. It personalized it. It customized it to what he wanted. It showed him one or two use case. Well, it showed him one use case that was incredible, right? It went through his email. It sorted his email. Helped him get get organized, right? And that, and right. And then, and said, hey, let's go to your contacts next. Like name another product that does those kinds of things, right? Like that's, that's why the wow factor is so important. Um, and and I think it's important, you know, not just from the products that I sell with my team, um, but I think it's important for all all people that are trying to sell in this more digital age um, that this these kinds of things are really important. And I think that we learn a lot from movies, and movies are great at storytelling and delivering the punch and and setting the mood emotionally. And I think we've lost that sometimes along the way. And so it's always cool to to see a moment that aha moment of a product, and uh, and we get to see it right here. Um, you know, on the well, YouTube
0: video. I, I, I gotta say, I have not seen the movie and I can see so many directions based on that clip alone of the, of where this movie could go or will go. Um, again, I haven't seen it, so I'm very, I hate to say it, I have to watch the whole movie now because I'm kind of sunk in already and we'll, let's just be honest, I mean, you know, Scarlett Johansson's voice, the way she has those inflections, uh, you could. Yeah. We I mean, were already deep faking, yeah. right? So I could see where that, that's real. Uh, yep. I could see, uh, walking mm-hmm. phoenix just does an amazing job of, he's an amazing actor. So, okay, guys, we're really wrapping up on time here. So final thoughts on her. And, uh, I mean, final thoughts. What are you, Alfred, what, 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 do you, what is your main takeaway, uh, from this movie in today's conversation?
2: Um, It's very real. Um, The technology, I think, is there. Um, What we can do from like, you know, compute and and tech, you know, we can support what we see there. My biggest takeaway is I think a lot of us are familiar with small pieces of it, whether you're in the the industry or not, where this progression is going. Me being a security folk. I can't help to think about all of the security implications, Um, you know, whether it's intellectual property, whether, I mean, it's all over the board, right? Because if I can mask whoever's voice, if I can put together video, all these different types of things that are like what I would consider memorabilia stuff, right. That you would, that would sell in a, let's say for instance, a pawn pawn shop or a collector's item, right. It's just crazy all of who's going to control and secure and kind of govern that whole space and area. It's a big, it's a big challenge. And I think when they opened up some of that early, earlier this year, even the big, you know, whether you put a lot of stock in in some of the people that are out there that are the big heads of the open AI initiative, um, they were basically like, Hey, let's pump the brakes on this one a little bit. Right. They they can see what's going to, what's going, coming down the road. Um, And I don't think it's bad or good per se. I, I just think it's something that, we just need to be prepared as much as we can guard rail prepared for. It. So, but it's exciting for me.
0: Scale of one to 10, 10 being most accurate.
2: For the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to say probably a good solid nine, yeah. man. Mm-hmm. And the only reason I took one of them off was um, just because I know under the hood, kind of what run like a B and me, like being techies. Um, it's a good Hollywood front face okay. of what's, uh, what's there. Um, And they did a good job for what it is right now. But, yeah, it's a solid movie. movie. Excellent. Okay, A.B.
1: Yeah, I think, you know, I think what's really important as people in technology, we do need to remember the human element. And whether that's, you know, looking at how, you know, how loneliness affects people and, like, you know, take the time to, like, reach out to somebody on your team that maybe you haven't talked to in a little while, like, because you don't know how, people's lives are right you don't know if somebody had the best day or the worst day they had a good recording before this a bad one you know we don't know right and you crack a joke sometimes and you don't know how it'll land and so you know i think that this really once again just showed that you know there's a lot of stuff that people are going through on the other side of the of you know of the wire if you will and i think that we don't have a lot of really good support networks for those people and so this movie kind of highlighted that you know there are people that are lonely and they they're looking for something else. They're looking for connectivity, maybe not necessarily love. Um, but, uh, you know, I think this movie did a really good job of of highlighting. Apps. And I also think that, the, you know, one of the other pieces here is that it is very technically accurate. And, you know, from a security standpoint, um, you know, you need to protect your voice. You need to protect your brand uh, and your likeness. So, you know, it means take the time and, you know, those party pictures that you had from college where you were drinking a couple of beers, Yeah, maybe those shouldn't <laughs> be up on there anymore, right? Like we've talked about people, you know, needing to clean up their online personas for a while. Uh, now folks are, you know, that, that stuff's going wow. to be collected, scraped, and used, and whether you like it or not. And so it's up to you to kind of control your destiny there. So um, that's kind of my thoughts on the movie. Oh,
2: They've actually got services that, uh, are out there that will come help you clean up all of that. Like, because it is, I mean, I just think of all of my accounts and my last pass. And when I start looking at all my accounts and everything out there, where do yep. I start? Like, But it's, we got to, we got to.
1: So I'd give it a, so I'd give this a solid nine as well, right? Like, you know, there's a couple of pieces that, uh, you know, that kind of fall apart there. Um, but I think w- if you get to the end of it, you'll realize how real this is of how fragile this whole world is. Um, and that sometimes you're one catastrophic outage away, um, you know, from, from things changing. So, so definitely take the time to watch it if you haven't seen it. Uh, and it's good for your partner too. You know, you can watch it with your partner on the couch. Mm-hmm. You know, my wife enjoyed it with me as well. So, sure. um, so highly recommend it.
0: Okay. So guys, you, I, I, I try to avoid movies like this because it makes me think. Like I'm the kind of person that just wants a slapstick I comedy. I don't want to think about it after I walk away. But like, just watching these small yeah. snippets and then hear you guys talk about it. Like, I'm going to go watch it. So if anyone wants to do a her watching party with you, let me know. We can do it together. But, um, as AB Alfred, as always, it's been such a pleasure. You guys are awesome. Uh, Spike John should be happy you're promoting his, you know, directed movie and whatnot. <laughs> but, uh, guys, I think this is a great stopping point. So, uh, everyone, thanks for joining us. And, uh, hopefully you'll check us out for the next round of Checkpoint Real Talk. We'll see you till the next time, guys. See ya. That's a wrap on today's episode of Checkpoint Real Talk. If you like this video, hit that subscribe button and some of those other buttons to show us your appreciation. And if you want to learn more or have any questions, please let us know in the comments. We'll see you next time for another episode of Checkpoint Real Talk.